0: What's up everybody welcome back to another episode of another turnover the podcast where a basketball fan with zero basketball credibility gives his opinions on what's going on in the nba opinions that nobody asked for as always i'm your host mr chris aaron murphy aka aaron and folks today we've got a very special treat my very first guest on another turnover will be none other than my very good friend mr trevor lanier Trevor and I will be discussing some of our thoughts on the playoffs and a little NBA Finals preview. So grab a chair, get comfortable, and we hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, the first ever guest on another turnover, the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Trevor Lanier. Trevor, how are you doing, man?
1: I'm doing great, man. I'm honored to be the guest on such an outstanding podcast, man.
0: <laughs> I appreciate the love, man. Like, you being the first guest, that is something that no one else can take away from you. So cherish exactly. it and never forget it. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: it's going on the resume for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, But I was uh, I was super excited when you mentioned uh, you wanting to be on the show to do an NBA Finals preview because the way the final schedule worked, like, you know, listeners will be listening to this tomorrow, but, you know, it's Monday, the finals start tomorrow. Um, I was super excited because I was like, I'm going to do a finals preview show. But when you mentioned you wanted to get on, I was like, bro, why not? I had to figure out the technology part, but I was like, let's do it.
1: (laughs) Let's do it. Like, like I told you earlier, I mean, I haven't had a chance to sit down and talk playoffs with somebody yet. So this is going to be fun.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, we got a a couple question topics on the docket. So let's just jump right into it. You ready?
1: Oh, yeah, let's do it.
0: Perfect. First thing I wanted to talk to you about: what have been some of your thoughts on the playoffs so far? It's kind of been kind of been a wild ride with you know some surprises and injuries. But what what have you thought about so far? What are some things that stuck out to you so far?
1: Oh, yeah. um, I'll say I definitely loved the the surprises because we know it's nobody expected to see the Suns and the Bucks. Everybody thought the Nets were going to roll roll through things. People yeah. thought the Lakers were going to start clicking at the right time. But um, I will say it's been it's been great to see two new. Seeing. Even as a Warriors fan, you know it's nice to see other teams get a chance. So
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, you can't have all, I mean, I know you being a Warriors fan, you can't you know can't win every year, right? <laughs> oh yeah, we can't.
1: We can't. We'll just win the lottery instead. So and then <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Oh yeah. But also, I mean, it's been great seeing all the young players take over this this during these playoffs. I mean, you got Luca, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young. Like the league is in good hands after. LeBron, CP3, and those guys kind of retire towards the end of their – or make their way towards the end of their careers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you on that for sure. No, that's a a really good point. Like, it's been nice to kind of see that. It's almost like a bit of a changing of the guard, I would say. You know, like you said, with the young guys, you know, Trey Young and his playoff run, um, and then you've got, you know, Luka Doncic, Donovan Mitchell, all the guys that you mentioned. The league is definitely in good hands. Um, I would have liked to have seen. Um, I mean, the way the seating worked out, it didn't really help him, But I would have definitely liked to have seen more Jason Tatum in the playoffs. Oh as yeah, well. I'm babe, a big, yeah. big Jason Tatum fan. Obviously, being a Knicks yeah. fan, so I'm a big Jason Tatum fan. But oh, yeah. would have liked to see some more of him. But no, you're you are 100% right. But some of the things yeah. that I that kind of stuck out to me. I mean, I'm not a Knicks fan, but the Knicks getting the fourth seed. Like, if you would have told me at the beginning of last season or the beginning of this past season that the Knicks were going to get the uh, be a top four team in the East. I would have thought you were on that good stuff. Like, <laughs> there, there was no way that anybody, yeah. even from New York City, was picking the next four oh, yeah. in the fourth seed. Like, if you looked at that roster, you're like, oh, lottery team. Like,
1: <laughs> Oh, without there, a doubt.
0: There was no way that anybody reasonably would have picked them. So it was really cool to see that. I don't know. It just feels like, to me, like, New York basketball kind of just, like, like, hits different, you know? Like, New York basketball oh, yeah. is good just, bad. like, when the Knicks are good, it's just, like, all is well. And you could say that probably uh, about the Lakers as well, but New York basketball is just so fun to see.
1: Oh, I mean, especially, like you said, nobody predicted this. Like when they're signing all those, really. everybody definitely said, oh, they're going to be tanking for the free agency in a couple of years. But no, they surprised a lot of people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So they, they definitely have built a very good foundation. I think they will be a, uh, I don't know if they're necessarily going to be a contender because they definitely have a few pieces missing, but, I like to see them build off of this into something better, and I think they can do it with the, with the culture that they have built over this past season. Yeah, and to build on that, not enough people are respecting
1: the level that Derrick Rose is playing at after all the stuff he went through early yes. in his career.
0: Give like, Derrick Rose some love, yes. Absolutely. No, Derrick Rose, that, that comeback story, he – who won – did he win? No, uh, Jordan Clarkson won sixth man of the year. I definitely yeah, felt that yeah. Derrick Rose – I mean, I, I understand Jordan Ploxson because he had a breakout season as well, don't get me wrong. But no. uh, Derrick Rose, definitely, if he would have won it, I don't think there would have been a whole lot of people upset about that either.
1: Oh, not from, at all. He even got all, an MVP vote
0: from exactly. the people. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. You are absolutely right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the people's MVP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought that was cool as well. Right. But one of my favorite moments um, – favorite moments or favorite game, I should say, though, that stuck out from the playoffs, Trevor, was – KD's 49-point triple-double. We can't talk about this playoff so far, I feel like, without talking about that Game 5 versus Milwaukee. Yeah. Like, that that performance of his, I think it was 49 points, 17 boards, 10 assists. Like, a man among boys in that game. Oh, yeah. Like, and that was a, a pretty good – that whole series, actually, for him, because, I mean, with the injury to James Harden and then the eventual injury to Kyrie Irving, he really – I mean, we know who Kevin Durant is. At the end of the day, we know he can put up crazy numbers. And in that, uh, that game seven, that you know, the win the overtime, that forty eight point game that he had, forty eight points, nine boards with his. It was it was a single toe. If only his toe was just a little bit further back. Right, we'd be talking about the Nets. We'd be talking about the Nets and the Suns right now. I wholeheartedly believe that.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, KD is one of the top players in the league, and I think people got so caught up in the the big three to say like of Kyrie James Harden and KD that they kind of forgot that KD's that dude, like he is probably the best player in the league besides LeBron.
0: Absolutely. I I don't think it's, and I don't even think it's necessarily that close because think of it like Kevin Durant coming off of the Achilles injury from, you know, that 2019 NBA finals to coming off the, I think it was his hamstring during the regular season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah to yeah. put in that kind of those kind of performances pretty much by himself because James Harden wasn't James Harden. He wasn't really a hundred percent at all. you could see that um, against that yeah. Milwaukee team. I, I definitely felt even with Kyrie Irving and James Harden, that would have been a seven game series, but that was, that was a fun series to watch. That was definitely, I feel yes. the best series so far of this playoffs.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean,
0: I wish the, I was
1: going to say the sun, not sun, the, Mavs Clippers series was pretty fun since that went to seven four of the games were blowouts
0: <laughs> yeah that, that wasn't all that I figured that would go seven but the way that that series went with you know with the Clippers going down oh two going back to Dallas was so bizarre yes For the and then the getting Clippers getting
1: the two wins finals. in Dallas yeah
0: yeah that that was just that was really bizarre that the way that played out but um, yeah. A good series, nonetheless. So It's fun to, like we mentioned earlier, it's fun to see Luka Doncic kind of beat up on the Clippers. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite things that happened over the past couple of years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Same here. Same here. Yeah. But let's take a look um, at the second question. So let's get into the nitty-gritty of this Bucks suns series. So in your opinion, what do you think will have a bigger impact on the league? CP3, Chris Paul winning his first chip, or Giannis finally getting his first championship?
1: All right, so I've gone a couple di- different directions when you send me the questions here. but So here's my final answer. On <laughs> the current state of the league, I think that if Giannis were able to win a championship, that it would have a bigger impact. And here's why. Because I think mm, okay. that the NBA and the way they are marketing like their players and stuff, that the NBA has not done a good enough job of moving on from LeBron, in a sense. Mm, okay. So, like... I didn't think about that. I see. I think that if Giannis, like he's young, is able to win a championship, that it kind of starts moving the league and bringing more attention to those young guys that we had talked about previously. So mm. I think on the current state of the league, I think Giannis winning the championship would be would have a bigger impact.
0: Mm. I didn't look at it from that angle. You bra- You raise an interesting point, like, you know when we talk about passing the torch to the next best player, to people are like, oh, Kevin Durant, you know, is the is the next one. I'm like, well, Kevin Durant is he's on the back end of his prime, so oh, yeah, it's gonna have to go to someone else. So, is it gonna be Giannis? Is it, I mean, Kawhi's what Kawhi's 30, I think he just turned 30 or possibly, yeah. 31. So, I mean,
1: something like that, you yeah. know,
0: he's he's on the back or getting in the midst of his prime. I'll say not on the back end of his prime just yet, but you looked at it from an interesting angle. Um, I have a different perspective.
1: Well, I, tr-
0: I truly believe that Chris Paul winning his first championship will actually have a bigger impact, and here's why. This more than likely is going to be Chris Paul's first and last NBA <laughs> Finals appearance. Yeah. But, so if we look at it from that perspective, like him being in the league for 16 years, this is his shot. Giannis, mm-hmm. more than likely, with the unit that they have in the Eastern Conference, especially, more than likely will get there again. I think Giannis, what, just turned yeah. twenty-five, possibly twenty-six, yep. or whatever, and he just so and he
1: just signed that super max, so he's going to be there for yeah. So he, he's going to be years.
0: yeah he's going to be in Milwaukee for a while. But Chris Paul finally getting his first championship after sixteen years. I think most of the league, excluding Patrick Beverly, will be happy for him. <laughs> um, and so I really feel as if that will that will have a bigger impact. I think that will more put a stamp or cement his legacy, I should say, as legitimately one of the top five greatest point guards we have ever seen. Because these are yeah. kind of in that conversation. But what does everybody go back to? Oh, he, he had no championships, no championships, no championships. Yep. You know what I mean? So I think if they're able to pull off this, you know, this win against Milwaukee, I think that'll put him in that upper echelon yeah. as a top five point guard of all time.
1: Oh yeah. I would I mean you're not wrong at all. And I hope that if Chris Paul is able to get a championship, it kind of sends a message to the rest of the league that you don't need to form the super teams. You don't need to Yeah like chase the max contracts. You need to go for the best fit. And I I hope that's an impact that he also makes on it on the league.
0: Absolutely. No, that and that sent that really sent a great message. But I mean, we've seen the super teams done, I mean, multiple times in the past. Um, even like over the past couple of years with the dynamic duels, you know, Katie and Kyrie Lincoln, Paul George and Kawhi, LeBron yeah. and A D. Um, yeah. like if you have a solid unit and I mean they've got Chris I mean, regardless of what happened this year, Chris Paul's an all star. I know Devin Booker was a replacement, but they're both all stars. And like Oh, the way yeah. that DeAndre Ayton has played in this playoffs, he has surprised. Oh so man, pretty oh, much yeah. He's, an All Star as well.
1: Yeah, he has proved his number one pick value. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Which is crazy that he was in the same draft with Luca and uh, Trey Young. I totally Young, about yeah. that. I looked, I looked yeah. about, looked that up the other day, and I'm like, dang, like that is a really solid draft class.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they're gonna, they got the chance to be special for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But that kind of actually leads us into our third question. Um if Phoenix loses do you think realistically Chris Paul can be viewed as a top 5 point guard of all time if they lose this final series
1: So before this let's let's take the time to establish a top 4 so we can cuz I I'm feel like we're both that. like I'm glad I feel like we're both like CP3s on the cusp So yes mine I only have I only have three. I got okay. Magic, Oscar Robertson, and Steph mm. Curry, because, of course, I'm a little biased. but
0: No, that's fine. I mean, Steph Curry, yeah. No, I, I, I 100% agree with you. I'm glad you actually said that, too, because I wrote down, in no particular order, like, top three <laughs> I think personally cemented. Magic,
1: yep. yep,
0: Steph Curry, and Isaiah Thomas, for the original Isaiah so Thomas from the, from I, the Pissed Out Bad Boys.
1: Thomas on my list at four, so... I feel like that's our top four Absolutely. right there.
0: I, I, I think so. So that fifth spot, like who realistically, other than Chris Paul, because the answer to the question, at least for me, like even if they lose, yeah. I still think he can be top five all time personally. Oh, yeah,
1: I would agree. I would agree. But so that fifth,
0: who, yeah. who could you put in that fifth spot over Chris Paul?
1: So that fifth spot, I've been going back and forth between three guys. You got Chris Paul, John Stockton, and a lot of people are asleep on this one, but Jason Kidd.
0: Mm, yep, I was uh, I was going to go there.
1: <laughs> and, and out of those three, Jason Kidd is the only one to win a championship ring. But, I mean, all three have done – or are all top five in assists, all top five in assists or steals. I mean, yeah, you really can I, make a case for either one of them.
0: I think so. I would even uh, throw another one in there, Steve Nash.
1: Oh, yes, yeah. I mean, back-to-back I mean, MVP. T-
0: Yes, back to back MVP, Steve Nash. Those you know, those Phoenix Suns team were so fun to watch. I love watching them, especially against the Spurs because they always lost against the Spurs. But <laughs> yeah. um, I yeah. would even put him in that category of you know greatest point guards of all time.
1: Yeah, so it's almost like we got a tier one of all time point guards, and this is our tier two guys, and we're trying to see who fits the cusp in the, the top tier so. point guards.
0: I mean, because I was just looking at, I was looking at. CP3's Chris Paul's accolades over his career. Like, 10 Star selections, an all-star game MVP, nine all-NBA teams, nine all-NBA defensive teams, led the league in assists four times, and has led the uh, league in steals six times. So just looking at if you blindly look at those, like, accolades and stats, you're like, oh, this guy's clearly a Hall of Famer, right? Like, Oh, yeah. It even, if he, even if he doesn't win a championship. I mean, no shade, but Trace McGrady can go to the Hall of Fame. Like, <laughs> I think you got to put Chris Paul in there too. <laughs> so, the closest he got to winning the championship was in San Antonio in 2013. And that was the only actually finals that we lost. And then he left the next year and we won. So, that's I ain't trying to say nothing, but you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> He's but if the the shoe fits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just looking at his career accolades, I think even without this, this championship, if they, you know, Milwaukee ends up winning it. I think he, he definitely can be top five. Like, he he's has to be top five. Because, I mean, I think oh, yeah. he's probably the greatest leader. I, I said on the show last week, I think he's probably one of the greatest leaders and one of the greatest impact players that we've seen. Like, we saw, like, how he turned that Clippers franchise around. Like, last year yeah. in the bubble, that Oklahoma City team, literally every analyst, expert, whoever you want to call it, had them bottom of the barrel of the league. And they yep. took that Houston Rockets team in that first round in the bubble playoffs last year to a solid seven game. I think it was the last shot. Like, um, Oh, yeah, it, it went down to the wire. The, yeah, it went down to the wire. So the the way he's been able to impact all the teams that he's been on, I think I, – I want I want to see him win. Um, I want to see him get this chip. But I think that he's top five regardless of if they win or not.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean – That's the beauty of discussing top players all the time. Like, you can make a point for each one, and uh, you make a lot of good points there. I mean, I'd have to agree with you. Like, even win or loss, I still think he's he gets the edge over those guys we talked about, like John Stockton, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash. I still think that, and even with Jason Green, yeah,
0: like even with Jason Green, I still pick Chris Paul, yeah,
1: yeah, that was at the end and he rode the co- coattails of Dirk Whiskey, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, that whole team did, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, next question we got. So who are going to have to be or who will be the X-Factors of this final series for each team? Who are those those others that you team. think that are going to, each team, and you can talk about one. I actually only have one listed yeah, here. No,
1: but, yeah. Uh, right. who, yeah, who's we'll going to start play? with the yeah. uh, Mikael Bridges is my X-Factor. I got him because he is going to – he is most likely going to draw the assignment of guarding Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday. Like, he's going to be on one of them the entire time, and that's really – Yeah. If you can slow down one of those two, then you got a chance. Because ever since Giannis has been out, those two have taken their game to the next level. Like, Chris Middleton is – or has solidified himself as the closer for that Bucks team, even with Giannis in the game. So, I think – I mean, the Suns pride themselves on defense, and if Mikael Bridges, their best defender, is able to take one of those two guys away, it's going to make a big impact.
0: No, I I 100% agree with that. I kind of went in the same direction. I felt if I had to choose just one X X factor, I'm sure there would be multiple, but if I had to just choose one X factor, I went with Jay Crowder. Specifically because yeah. if obviously Giannis comes back, which we are anticipating that he will at some point, my report came out today mm-hmm. that uh, he's actually making significant progress. So he'll more than likely be back, I would think, by game two or three, more than likely. But yeah. I picked Jay Crowder because of his ability to switch on multiple defenders um, yeah. and his perimeter shooting ability. Like he was one of the main reasons, not the, the reason, but one of the main reasons they won that game six against the Clippers was his perimeter shooting and his defensive prowess, his perimeter defense. Um, so I actually ended up went going with Jay Crowder, but I was actually kind of torn. So I was torn between Jay Crowder, and I was actually torn between Brooke Lopez as well. Yeah. Because the way Brook Lopez played without Giannis, like I'm just gonna say it, and I don't I don't think I don't think the Bucks are better without Giannis, don't get me wrong. But I do believe that they played with more of a sense of urgency. They played with better ball movement. And Brooke Lopez actually played like a seven-footer without Giannis. Like he was – first of all, I don't know where he got that bounce from. I know he's seven foot tall, but <laughs> the way he was dunking the ball, I was like, you would think this was NBA Street, like <laughs> with the way that he was dunking the ball. So the way he was playing inside – and he can hit the three-point shot, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But I, I think Brooke Lopez, if we you know had to talk about an X-factor for the Bucs – he would probably have to be their their most important other because Drew Holiday and and uh, Chris Middleton like they're they're two of the three stars that they have. So like yeah, I didn't I didn't go with you know Devin Booker or Chris Paul and because we more than likely we know what kind of production we're gonna get from them. But like yeah. who are the gonna be those other guys to step up? And I think for talking Phoenix, I think Jay Crowder. But you raised a very interesting point about Mikhail Bridges because if. Giannis is out, he's more than likely going to have the assignment of either Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton. So you raise a very good point.
1: Yeah, and then, uh, like you said, Jay Crowder. I mean, I've seen him keep Phoenix in games with his shooting, and I've seen him shoot Phoenix out of games with his shooting. So he really <laughs> he really is an X-factor. And then um, Brooke Lopez, he's playing like he did New Jersey back in the day. I mean, he yeah, is – Yeah, I
0: remember that.
1: Yeah. Talk- talk about a big guy adapting to the change of times in the league. Like, like um, Dwight Howard and him, Dwight Howard and him have the same game, but Brooke, Brooke Lopez bought in, decided to learn how to shoot three pointers. And that's why he still has a job in the league.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean that his ability to, to adapt, like you said, with the three point shot and his ability for those last two games specifically to kind of go to those big man roots and go back inside were, was pretty incredible to watch and pretty fun. And yeah. I think, is what's him going and, to make this series a bit more interesting without Giannis, if that makes sense.
1: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Him and Aiden going at each other is going to be very interesting. I'm guessing it's going to be one of those things where it's like if Boone Holzer sees DeAndre Aiden come off the floor, he's pulling Brooke Lopez off the floor. And then the moment Aiden subs back in, Brooke Lopez is subbing back in. More than, more than likely.
0: Yeah, more than likely. I think you're absolutely right because – the Suns have a very good um, small ball lineup, um, especially on the defensive end. Like, you know, even with, uh, yeah. like, on their back of, like, you know, Cameron Payne and Mikael Bridges, Devin Booker, um, Torrey Craig has been putting up some big minutes for them yep. as well. Um, they have a very good small ball lineup. So, and they like to get out and run. And when they are, like, Devin Booker's mid range game is, yeah, Mamba S. Oh, no. I'm not going to call him Kobe Bryant. I <laughs> oh, don't I'm oh, no, saying. It's, yeah. He's got that mentality. Like, he really he does. does. He does. And I mean, that's
1: something even Chris Paul has mentioned, like Devin Booker and his mentality is the reason they've kind of changed the culture in Phoenix from being a bottom dweller to now they're playing in the NBA finals. I, mean,
0: I know it's been it's been pretty fun to watch. It really, really has. So the last question, my man, last question we got is the money question. Why all the listeners are tuning in. <laughs> Who is going to win this NBA final series and why? Who you got? Throw it out there.
1: All right. I honestly had been going back and forth and I did not decide until right before the, uh, we hopped on here to record this. <laughs> I got the Suns in seven.
0: Suns in seven. Okay. All yeah. right. I'm curious to see how you came there.
1: Seven games. Well, I see. I think the Suns get up early on them because Giannis probably will miss game one, maybe game two. But I mean, it's hard to beat Milwaukee at home. So that's why I just I just think the home court advantage is so significant for each team that yeah, it is going to be tough to win on the road.
0: I think I think so. I, I I would I would wholeheartedly agree with that sentiment. Um, I also have picked Phoenix. I actually do have Phoenix winning in six, though, and here's why. Obviously, like you mentioned, Giannis' health is in question. Like they they called it a hyperextended knee. Like when it when it happened, I really thought he oh. like blew out his ACL I was like he's done like there's no way he's coming back for that because that was really really nasty oh yeah it was Um, bad
1: I thought the same thing
0: yeah thankfully like they said no structural damage or anything like that but with his health being in question like him being out and just going right into NBA finals mode like it's it's hard to do and we saw it with like Trey Young a couple nights ago like he was clearly not the same Trey Young yeah. that we had seen this whole playoffs. He was definitely hurt. He tried, but, he, you know, that bounce wasn't there. That explosiveness off the dribble wasn't there. So I think it's going to be a challenge for Giannis to have those expectations playing with that hyper-extended knee. Um, not to say that he won't play well, because he more than likely will. Um, I was actually going through some of the regular season games, the two regular season games that both of these teams played, and they were both close. One was actually overtime. Phoenix ended up winning both of them. Um, so these teams play each other well, or at least have played each other well this year, yeah. specifically. Um, but they don't, the Bucks, I feel personally why I picked Phoenix in six, they don't have the leadership um, like they do with no, Chris yep, Ball no. and and Monty Williams. Um, both of those guys are phenomenal leaders, like the intangibles that both of those guys bring to the table I think is going, is going to be what sets Phoenix above Milwaukee in this series. Um, and the fact that Coach Budenhoser, we have seen, is a little notorious for not making the correct adjustments and not making adjustments fast enough in playoff series. Um, you know, I, I'll give him credit for that that series against Atlanta. Obviously, they were playing with a hobble, Trey Young. But, um, you know, there were some things that I saw that Coach Budenhoser was doing differently. You know, the way they, they were playing Bobby Portis and Brooke Lopez. I was like, OK. Mm-hmm. I was like, OK, shout out to you, Coach Bud, for that. But we've seen in the past where he's just like, I'm like, dude, what? what is what offense is this like what what are they running <laughs> yes I like, wanted it, that it's bad. yeah but um yeah, I, that, I think I'm, I gotta go with Phoenix and six
1: yeah like like you said I mean that Giannis picking I think boot holes where they kind of get caught up in that and like you said I mean the ball moves a little better when Giannis isn't on the floor and yeah I mean we both had Phoenix for the same reason because I mean when he, games are going to be close in the NBA finals and when the last three minutes of the game are on, like Phoenix has the player you want to have the ball. And that's Chris Paul. Like the last three minutes, you want Chris Paul. The way he took over against the Clippers to close them out was insane. 31 in the second half. That's nuts.
0: Yeah, that, that was pretty incredible to watch. And like, and he's not, I mean, he, he's always had the ability to score, but he's not a scorer. So like, if Chris Paul is yeah. scoring on you on this team, I really don't think there's any <laughs> way you can beat them, like, truthfully.
1: Oh, yeah, not at all. I mean, it'll be a very entertaining season.
0: Yeah, I think so. I'm hoping I, I'm hoping for seven. Everybody loves a game seven. Like, who doesn't? Um, oh, yeah. But I think I – think That's Venus why I picked definitely... it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Selfishly, selfishly I want mean, game is, seven. That is the safe way to go out, you know, because, I mean, if it's seven, then you can say, oh, yeah, I picked seven. But, you know. <laughs> but Trevor – I appreciate you, man. Thank you so so much for being my first guest on the show. You are a true gentleman and a scholar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey man, I appreciate you having me on here. Um it's been fun listening to your podcast. Now it's finally finally fun to be a part of it.
0: Absolutely. No, you will definitely, definitely be back anytime that you want to be back on the show, you let me know. But yeah,
1: folks, we can make that happen.
0: <laughs> that is all the show I have for you. Thank you so so much for listening. You can do all the good things. Like, share, subscribe, comment. I would appreciate it. But enjoy the final series. I'm looking forward to watching it. And y'all take care.